There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst. It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted, not just checked, They are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online, like from your couch. You can do it all at SearsImports.com. Again, SearsImports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options, and their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes, no joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day, and it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Friday, October 22nd, 2021. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Kenny has a few days off. He's naked farming. That's right, at fall farming. Be careful. Be careful. Yeah. Be careful. Weeds can come back up at you. Oh, yeah. That's the thresher. cold. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
totally. Uh, we have a fun 8 o'clock hour. Uh, we have the Dirt Alert coming up. Uh, we have, oh, geez, Louise, I can't wait for this. Uh, forced Movie Review Friday. Mm, yeah. <laughs> today, today, it is Dawn the McLean reviewing the Academy Award-nominated 1989 rom-com Chances Are, starring Sybil Shepard, Ryan O'Neill, a young Robert Downey Jr. and a young Mary Stuart Masterson. A stellar cast, Lex. It sounds stellar like cast. Yeah, I, I, I've missed this one, so mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear oh, what you yeah. think. Very excited. Okay. Very excited. That's coming. And up are today. you excited to get your movie assigned to you? I your don't next see that on the movie? grid. Oh, oh really? Oh, it is. We're oh, not no, doing that today. Oh, no, it is. It is. Oh, I- I think oh, we've yeah, run out of there. movies for me to no, watch, so that's no really, mm, that's what it is. Uh, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> but right now, uh, I may not be able to to name three countries that start with B, but I can absolutely <laughs> uh, tell you the history of Dynasty. So welcome, oh. welcome to a round trip ticket through my mind. We're going down the rabbit hole. Here they go, down the rabbit hole, down the rabbit hole, down the rabbit hole. Now, we're actually not going to Denver today down the rabbit hole. But we're going to talk about one of its most iconic stars, Diane Carroll. And we're really actually not even going to touch Dynasty a lot. We're really going to talk about celebrating the icon that is Diane Carroll. This is really for the youngins out there because I don't think Diane Carroll gets the credit that she deserves. Yes, she was uh, nominated for an Academy Award, but still, Diane Carroll was a trailblazer uh, on television, on network television in the 60s. Okay. Um, if you do not know, Diane Carroll was the first black woman to headline and star in a sitcom. Uh, and this was the sitcom Julia. In let me get the date right. Oh, Nineteen, yeah. yeah, 1968. It was unheard of for a woman of color, a black woman, to be the star, the headliner of a network show. Oh, major and eye what, roll right now. Yeah, and this is 68. But oh, so just let's wow. stop right there and think about it. that's wow. not that long it ago. No, it isn't. <laughs> Why wasn't it? Oh, it's not long ago at it's all. It's not that long ago. So Julia. Um, yeah, and it was really the reason it was revolutionary and at the same time caused a lot of controversy. And I have a little bite from the legend herself. Sadly, we lost Miss Carol in 2019. But, um, you know, this was the first not only was it the first starring role for a black woman, but it was really quite simply the first time a black woman had been in a non stereotypical role. Oh, right. You know, it wasn't, uh, they didn't play the sidekick. The, the, she, you know, she wasn't a, a person of service, meaning a housekeeper or, or the like. Um, she was uh, career-minded. She was raising a son. She did not have a husband. You know, I think the husband died in the show, if I can remember correctly, or she was divorced. I think in the 60s, most likely she was, it was a, a, uh, it was a death situation. But anyway, 
and she was successful. I mean, she had a career, and it was that was unheard of. And that portrayal, you would think, would be heralded in in uh, in society, but it it really wasn't. You had uh, folks, you had white folks that were upset about it, and you had members of 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 the black community that were not happy about this. And this mm. is when you know when I was diving into this, this is what I found fascinating about the history of Julia, not. Julia Cobbs. But Julia, this is what I found interesting about the history of Julia was Diane faced backlash from the black community. uh, And here she is kind of explaining that. Fascinating. Here's the great Diane Carroll. And uh, everyone was on the line and everyone was scared because um, we were saying to the country, um, we're going to present a very upper middle class black woman raising her child, and her major concentration will not be about suffering in the ghetto. And we don't know if you're going to buy it, but this is what we're going to do. Take a different point of view about blacks in the United States. Though many people were very, very incensed about that. They felt that... uh, we don't have that many opportunities on television or in film to present our plight as um, as the underdog, as the, as the one who was not allowed to enter all of the finer houses of, of education. The, um, the suffering was much too acute for us to be so trivial, they felt, felt as to present a middle-class woman who was dealing with the business of being a nurse in a huge, very successful aerospace. And no black male was the argument. No black male. Mm. Mm. Um, No father, no image for children of um, uh, Hispanic, all ethnics, to relate to a father. Uh, That was a very loud criticism, very often. So we were... Um, we were of the opinion that what we were doing was important, and we never, we never, we never um, varied from. We never left that point of view. And she said that the criticism was worthy. Mm, the criticism yeah. was correct, but she said this wasn't the show we were doing, and this wasn't the show we were going to do. Should there be shows showing the plight? Absolutely. But this is an image that she felt was equally as important, showing to white America, to the country as a whole, no matter your demographic, um, a successful black woman, which, you know, Cosby gets a lot of credit. This was another reason I felt this was really important to do today, because and I've even said it mistakenly, you know, Bill Cosby, the Cosby show gets a lot of credit for being the first sitcom to show a quote-unquote successful uh, upper-middle-class, almost, you know, I mean, they they were doctors and lawyers, uh, black family. It's not true. It was Diane Carroll. It was Diane Carroll um, to show the first quote. I don't even like to use the word successful, but you guys know what I mean. I mean, uh, uh, upper-middle-class, affluent uh, black character. Yeah. Before George Jefferson, before Cosby, it was Diane Carroll. And I think history will show that she was right. 
because in the 70s, you did get all of those shows that that Diane knew would come. Yeah. Good times showing the plight and the the day to day struggles of a family uh, living in what would be described as the ghetto. Um, She knew those shows would come. She didn't. She wasn't so, so sure a show like Julia would come. And it didn't for almost 20 years later. <laughs> and that was the Cosby show in 1984. Wow. Um, and it was fascinating when I was, you know, I knew a little bit about Julia. I obviously knew about her history making role in Dynasty. She was really the first one of the first people of color to be a headliner on that show is Dominique Devereaux. And you talk about perseverance. You talk about someone who didn't see a door, so she built her own door. She found another one around the side. She was watching Dynasty. She was doing a play, and she finished the run of the play, and she was watching this, this, this moment in pop culture. She was watching this rise, the, this rise of primetime soaps, the Dallases, the Dynasties, the Falcon Crest. She was like, this is fun. She says, I want to have fun like this. She goes, I want to be a black bee. She goes, they need a black character, and I want to be a fun, evil little minx. (laughs) So she didn't wait for the opportunity. She found, she went to Aaron Spelling's house, who was the creator of Dynasty, lied her way in. She said that Mrs. Spelling was uh, expecting her, and she got in there. She went up to Aaron Spelling and said, I want to be part of Dynasty. You have done everything else. You've chewed every scene. You've done plane crashes. You've handled homosexuality. You've handled rape and you've handled all the, but you have not, you don't have a character like me that I could provide. And I think I should be evil. And when you write me, she goes, you know how you find this character? You think of a successful white male. And that's how you write Dominique Devereaux. Oh, wow, so she sold it just by sneaking into his house. Now you was would he be just thrown like, out. The police would be called. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. And, so, and, and how is, soon did that turn around? Um, she was hired three weeks later. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. wow. That's grit right there. <laughs> that's grit. That's, that's when you, you don't, you don't, there's, an op, there's not an opportunity for you, and you make your own opportunity. Yeah. Right. You, 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 well, you, she you, already you, had the success of Julia. Oh. So it's... And she was an Academy Award nominee, yeah. too. Yeah, so it wasn't as difficult to get into Aaron Spelling's house. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> it wasn't just a random off the street like me. But, yeah. oh, man, that's really so, cool. So all the youngins out there... I wish you know, you could watch at, it. Yeah, if you're at a trivia game and or if you're in a conversation, you know, the Cosby Show, rightfully so, gets a lot of credit. But I hope history does not gloss over the impact that Diane Carroll uh, had, especially in black entertainment. Huge, huge impact. So there we go. Down the wow. rabbit hole. Uh, when we come back, everybody, the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. And then at 8.30, Dawn is so excited for today's Force Movie Review. Stay right there. Hey, Lex, are you smile ready? Um, I think. Dawn, are you smile ready? Just give me three minutes and then yes. <laughs> well, good. Because it's time to be smile ready for all those fall events like weddings, reunions. Halloween? I mean, you wear a mask, but sure. Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can help you be smile ready with a great offer happening right now. Now, through the end of the year, Dr. Amy is offering $1,000 savings when you commit to a minimum of four porcelain veneers. So many of Dr. Amy's patients take advantage of this offer. 
offer, you're going to love the way you look with your new smile, and you get to save money while doing it. And it's so easy to get started. Just go to Hughes-Dental.com and click on the free video consult request. And when you talk with our friends at Hughes Dental, don't forget to say you heard about them on my talk. As I always say, Dr. Amy is the best at what she does. She's the Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Yes, I was reading some reviews and they are spectacular, like this one. I started with a video consult, which was very informative. Next, I went in for a consult with Dr. Amy and Jackie. They were able to temporarily put a composite over my teeth to show me what they would look like if I got veneers. That process was also very informative and fun to see the results. Should I read the next one like Yoda? Um, maybe in our next commercial, Lex. Okay. To get started, go to Hughes-Dental.com to learn more about Dr. Amy and her staff. And then when you're ready, click on the free video consult request. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Let's get caught up with the big entertainment stories of the day in the Dirt Alert. And for that, we turn to... Elizabeth Reese. Good morning, Elizabeth. Well, good morning, you guys. Nice to be with you on this Friday. But boy, do I have a sad story to start with. I mean, this story is making all of the headlines. If you're just uh, tuning in for the Dirt Alert and, and you haven't looked at anything yet this morning, it is so tragic. So there um, is a movie that's being shot called Rust. And Alec Baldwin is starring in this movie, and he accidentally, fatally shot a cinematographer and injured the director. And this is all a big mishap uh, that had to do with the prop gun that was used. Um, You can see him afterwards repeatedly asking why he was handed, handed a hot gun. He was given a firearm with real ammunition, according to authorities and an eyewitness. So they're shooting this movie in Santa Fe, New Mexico at Bonanza Creek Ranch. The um, set was sent into lockdown. They obviously stopped production. And this happened around 2 p.m. yesterday. And a production spokesperson said there was um, an accident involving the misfire of a prop gun with blanks. So the Western Dramas Director of Photography, Helena Hutchins, who's 42 years old, um, was killed. And the director, Joel Souza, was struck in the incident and is injured. Yeah, and released from the hospital this morning. Yes, yeah, was being treated and then released. But she was airlifted to University of New Mexico Hospital in Albuquerque, and she died of her injuries. Mm -hmm. And you can see these images of... Alec Baldwin just distraught I'm at one right now. and just oh like, my. I mean, bending over, leaning over. I mean, just distraught. And I cannot even imagine the, I mean, oh. just the grief. How, how this happened. Right. Seems- Sources told TMZ that either shrapnel or a bullet struck the two workers. A, oh, why? But weren't there, they the, empty? Yeah, weren't they? I thought they were supposed to be blanks. And then, right. sh- I, Although I, I, I was reading some more about like how even when a gun is loaded with blanks, how it still takes some gunpowder to load the. Mm-hmm. To, and so there's been other incidents and other accidents and other situations on movie sets where people have been injured and killed because of Brandon Lee, these guns. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Alec Baldwin was apparently just repeatedly saying in all my years, I've never been handed a hot gun. I've never been handed a hot gun. Baldwin was questioned by investigators, and then um, he was just seen in tears. I just, like, I don't even know how you continue on with shooting this or, like, how you even continue. I don't know. The the PTSD for Alec Baldwin after, 
I, I mean, I don't know how he would ever act in a scene where he had to handle a gun. No, again. he probably and, will ne- won't ever do it again. That's so sad. And that you know, just to know oh. that, like the cinema, the director of photography, she goes to work, and her yep. family's just like, oh my if gosh. they're in in uh, if they're in Los Angeles or or they're there with her, she's probably on. The, you know, she's living on the set for yeah. however long they're shooting yeah. this, and then you just Dude. say goodbye in the morning. You have no idea that it's going to be the. That's she the last posted, time you're going to see her. She just posted two days ago on her social media, talking about the joy of shooting a movie on a ranch like the one they were at because you get to ride horses oh, and man. she was so joy filled. So now as Dawn said, you know, you're not doing anything extraordinary. You're just going to work. I mean, for these folks, this is work. I mean, it's like us going to our studios here mm-hmm. yeah. and then to have that happen. Yeah. And also I'm wondering, you know, why, where was she? Why did she get hit? It's not like, she, you know what I mean? How I know. Did, if he's aiming, I mean, I obviously, we never want to get, I said this earlier, you don't want to get ahead of the investigation, but how did she get hit? If they're filming a scene, what, where was the director of photography that she was in the line of? I, I mean, mean the no only other- thing I can think is if it's like a head on, t- they're taking a shot of him shooting it and she's mm. behind the camera. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So it's like they're getting that shot because they're obviously, mm. you know, getting multiple angles of everything that's going on. And they're getting a close up. or Right. Yeah. And they're getting something right there. Um, oh, yeah, just I feel for her family today. Oh, just I, and I was I was um, telling Jason and Alexis, I've worked on like independent films and things where I've handled yeah. guns. And there is a guy even on a small budget film. If you have firearms, his his role is to be the firearms props expert. Right. He checks your gun every take. Right. Even if he's standing there watching you and he knows that every chamber is empty, right. he still opens that every time. It can be 50 times in a row. It's obsessive for these guys right. that are in charge of that. And I just don't know why they're using blanks anyway. I know. When there's the potential that somebody could get hurt. For, for I mean, sure. With effects and stuff, you can make smoke yes, come out of the gun so I easily. I just, even a student filmmaker could do that so i don't know why they're using blanks at all i think that's a really good question and that's why alec baldwin is saying in all my years of doing this i've never been handed a hot hot gun gun. a hot gun like how did i how was i given a hot gun i mean into just you've got to have you have that trust in everybody there it is really very sad and i think this is something that's going to be developing throughout the day today as we try to figure out more i just also think like alec baldwin is always it's so tough for him. I don't know. Like this. Yeah. I just worry about like what that would do to him going forward. I cannot even imagine the guilt that you would feel. I, I just it's, can't. Yeah. It's really all around, yeah. all just around really tough. To we'll keep family. you posted oh, on that yeah. today. What we, um, what we learn as we go forward, but I know it's a hard way to start your Friday. Hug your, hug your loved ones guys. Yeah. Yes. We will turn the page uh, coming up next with the Forced Movie Review. But in the meantime, don't forget to watch Elizabeth today at 3 on Twin Cities Live and download the new episode of her podcast, Best of the Nest, on mytalk1071.com. We'll be back. Jason and Don, did either of you know that St. Mary's University has a Bachelor in Science degree in Applied Psychology now? You mean St. Mary's University right here in the Twin Cities? Yes, I did hear that. And it's fully online, too. So it's a great option for busy working adults. 
There's such a demand for careers in counseling, social services, school psychology, and human resources that a degree in applied psychology can provide the foundational knowledge needed. The best part is that this is a degree completion program, meaning you can transfer past credits. Also, you can earn college credit using work and life experience. And you can complete this program in as few as two years. So cool. I've heard great things about St. Mary's University. Their faculty and staff really become your allies on your educational journey. They are there and want you to succeed. How can someone learn more? Just go to smumn.edu or enter my talk keyword St. Mary's. Feel like I'm gonna puke because my taxes Lexus in the morning on my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything weather at your fingertips. I'm Jace with Lex Dawn. Kenny's off. We have forced movie review coming up in a second, but first, we got to thank some folks for uh, our Fictina. weather today. Yeah, Traffictina forgot about the traffic sponsor. <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's why I can't wait for Kenny to come back for lots of reasons. <laughs> but uh, Learning Rx, thank you so much Aww. for being, bringing us our weather report, which today it's going to be nice and sunny, a little chilly, but high 48. And then through the weekend as well, just an isolated shower possibly on Sunday, but still a high of 51 then. So, Oh, that's nice. Beautiful. Beautiful weekend. I mean, we can't complain. I mean, that's that's quality yeah yeah how many granny panties is that like oh gosh because it's still pretty chilly i'm gonna say yeah. two two two, two granny panties yes mm-hmm. <laughs> here we go okay lex we've dawdled enough i yes. know uh you know dawn would love it if we just kept babbling and babbling mm-hmm. and babbling but no 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 let's no, get no. Right we, to it, geez. let's get right to it because ladies and gentlemen uh it is time for the award-winning our favorite time of the week Forced movie reviews. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this, 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 this. Well, here we are again. Oh, I love this song, Lex. It's the only good thing mm. about the movie is this place mm. ah. at the end. It's Cher and Peter Cetera, Lex. Oh, Listen so to great. these golden notes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. She's so. playing music, Lex, so she doesn't have to talk about this movie. No, I will. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, What movie are you doing, Dawn? I'm doing Chances Are, which is a movie from 1989. Yeah. And it has um, not Peter Cetera and Cher in it, but it has Robert Downey Jr., Ryan O'Neal, Sybil Shepard, and uh, that other girl with the terrible haircut, Mary... Stuart Masterson. Stuart Masterson. My God, that haircut in this movie is like a child from, you know, a, kid, a, a show in 1984. It's like the, the boy haircut that everybody had. Oh, the bowl? Yeah, the bowl the haircut. The bowl haircut, yep, yeah. Yep. yep. So anyway, that was uh, we all always it, disappointing. Yeah. Every time I looked at her, I was like, God, that's so terrible. <laughs> okay, so this is a really weird movie. Um <laughs> It starts out with um, Sybil Shepard and her loving husband, played by Christopher McDonald. And they are celebrating their first wedding anniversary. She's at a restaurant. She waves at him. He's crossing the street. And he has just gotten these diamond earrings for her. And he gets hit by a car. So that's the horrible way to start a movie. You're like, oh, my God, this is terrible. So then you find out, uh, you know, years later, she has an adult daughter, you know, Mary Stuart um, Masterson. yes, Mary Stuart Masterson with a terrible haircut. <laughs> and um, 
she goes to a therapist because she has not been able in all of these 18 years to let go of the fact that she lost her dear husband, who she was totally in love with. Okay? Infatuated, Lex. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And then um, you find out that, you know, the therapist is like, you have to let him go. You really do. This is just not, this isn't um, something that you need to hold on to. And in comes Robert Downey Jr. into the the scene. Uh, he ends up being in the same courtroom as um, as Sybil Shepherd because he is just being a total nut and trying to get in the courtroom for some reason I won't get into. He ends up being chased out of the courtroom, falls down the stairs, and hits his head. <gasps> then he starts having these memories that he doesn't recognize. He doesn't know who they belong to. He's like, I don't know where I am or who I am. He remembers who he is, but then he also remembers that he is the reincarnation of Simple Shepherd's dead husband. What? For Weird. many reasons. Okay? Now, That's back, kind of fun to play with, huh? You gotta to- backtrack because the beginning of the movie starts out, Sybil Shepherd is marrying her husband and she, at the at the wedding, his best man is played by Ryan O'Neal, which they didn't do much of a job aging him. You know, it's like they didn't de-age him. So he looks the same age through the whole thing. So he says to the groom, he goes, I'm in love with her. I just want to let you know I'm in love with her, with your wife. And he, and he just looks at him and he goes, I know. And then he just goes on. Okay. So this guy's in love with her. He's always been in love with her. And now he's friends with her. Okay. Throughout this whole time, Ryan O'Neal has been pining for Sybil Shepard. Oh, no. So then Robert Downey Jr. comes into the picture and he. A hundred times hotter, too. Sees her and then knows that he is the reincarnation of her ex husband and tries every way to get her attention. But before that, he kind of falls in love with her daughter, played by Bad Haircut. I'll just call her Great Clips. Um, so he falls in love with great clips, but then he quickly realizes when he meets the mother that, oh my gosh, that is the woman I've been seeing in all of my visions. And I am her husband. I am the reincarnation of her husband. So then the whole movie takes place where he is trying to convince Sybil Shepard, I am this guy. And finally, I mean, it is the bulk of the story. Finally, he convinces her that he is the dead husband. So wow. they are like overjoyed and they want to be together no matter what. And they spend this day together where it's just beautiful bliss and they're going to tell the family. And then the Ryan O'Neill character finds out and he believes them. He believes oh. him. I'm All the while, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is staying at their house for a reason that is really stupid. Like, oh, he just, you know, they saw him fall down the steps and he's just down on his luck. He's trying to get a job um, at this. He's this random guy. Uh, yeah. And then they just go, oh, <laughs> Haven't you just ever stay. helped a stranger, Don? Just stay, just <laughs> Not stay like with that. us until you get that job in as a journalist that you want to get. So, all right. So then let's fast forward <laughs> to the worst part of this story. Uh-oh. I was fine with it until this. <laughs> he sees that, you know, they're they're all excited. They're going to be together. And then Ryan O'Neill and um, Sybil Shepard have this moment where they look at each other. And he's done something nice for her at this dinner. And they just, you know what? Robert Downey Jr. just decides to leave and takes that night and just is like, we'll just let them be together. She says to uh, Robert Downey Jr., I will be in your room at midnight. So he's finally going to be able to have sex with her. Okay, 
Um, and so then he takes the the he punches Ryan O'Neill at this dinner. He takes the passed out guy and puts him up into his room so that Sybil Shepherd will sleep with him instead. So then they realize why? that they're in love. Why? Oh, because that's he's a in, good question. Why? Because he's Cause in love he's with like, the daughter. Oh. Well, he's, no, he's just trying like, to oh, do the look. right thing. Oh, he's this like, isn't right for me to. Oh, BS. This is ridiculous. So then, then they get together, and it's just so easy for her to change her mind and go. Maybe I will sleep with you that you've been pining over me for eighteen years. <laughs> then they get married, and at the ceremony. Robert Downey Jr. is giving a haircut, looks, longing looks like, I want to marry you. Now, let me remind you that this is his daughter. Yes, that's... Wait, is he still possessed? Let me remind you that he he hasn't changed. It's not like his spirit went out of Robert Downey Jr. His soul is still the soul (laughs) of that And now we're just supposed to accept that not only are these two yahoos getting married, we're not rooting for Ryan O'Neal, but he's going to fall in love, and then he proposes to his own daughter. And everybody's just like, oh, it's beautiful. And then you wrap it up with Peter Cetera and Cher, which is the best part of this movie. That's really what happens in that movie? Yes, that's really what happens. You didn't think that was weird, Jace, when you watch that? That the, the papa is in the his body and, and then he's like wants well, his daughter? I mean, MC said this was written by an incest person. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this person was a creep and they were into incest. I Whoa. Look. I'm from Indiana. We have a we have a we have a broader sense of entertainment coming from Indiana. Um, No, I I guess I I thought that was cousins. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Not your Um, daughter. That was Missouri. That was Missouri. Yeah. Um, I guess I didn't. You know, shining a light on. Now look. Now, truth be told, I haven't seen this in probably since ninety four, ninety five. Looking at it through that lens, Come yeah, I guess on. it's a little creepy. If it's you a little... did this movie today, people would be like, oh, no, 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 no. In the 80s, we were like, okay, sure. Everybody's it's, happy. Let's go get some ice soul. cream. Yeah, it's still Robert Downey Jr. He's it's not, not like really... Wonder Woman where, you know, Steve leaves oh, the soul. Oh, wait a minute. 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 And where is that guy's soul? That's a oh, whole nother topic. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. I think Robert doesn't he fall again and he I think the the, Does the, the spirit leave the he, spirit leaves no the spirit doesn't leave <laughs> I just I, watched this Jason <laughs> I watched it on Monday the spirit doesn't leave I thought he falls again and he forgets everything no what happens is an angel comes down from heaven and gives him a shot to make him forget yes! that his real soul is the soul of this other guy. Because whenever the dead husband goes up See, to heaven... there's no incest. He's, they take... They, they don't take it out. He's it's back only to... to make them forget who they are so when the reincarnated people come down again, they don't remember who they are. That's what everyone's waiting in line for in the fake heaven with the fog machine up there. 
Yeah. But so it's a serum that they give oh. them a shot. But he leaves before he's like, I want to go back. So he goes into Robert Downey Jr.'s body. But the angel comes in the hospital room and gives him a shot. But yes, it Alexis. Just, it's only to make him forget. It's not Alexis. It's not the soul. No, Alexis. It's to make him forget that there's incest. Okay. Yeah, that's it. It's not. Yeah, this is ridiculous. See, but you left that part. You left the shot out, dog. The angel shot. You left the angel shot out. Because uh, it was so dumb, I didn't even want to mention just the angel. Just to fit your narrative. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, Lex, he got a shot, and it made him forget that he's sleeping with his daughter. But does he go back to the before he... Because he got his soul because of the fall, right? Yeah. And But he just forgets. It's not that it actually leaves. No, he doesn't have his own soul. It's, Catherine is... Oh, oh. Okay, we gotta go, but Catherine on Twitter is <laughs> typing in all caps that he never got his shot. Oh, he never he got, never got oh, his shot. See, okay. But then at the end, the, the angel oh. pretends he's a nurse, comes into the room. Yes. Yes. Yes, oh. he did get a shot, so he forgot that he's the dad. <laughs> but he is the dad. <laughs> he's not the dad. He's, he's Robert Downey still Jr. He's the dad. He's not. <laughs> he just took his memory oh away. What a weird movie. <laughs> he falls in love with her before he gets the no. shot. <laughs> no, he's in love with Sybil Shepherd. Oh, my God. This is, we've got to get to Alexis' <laughs> Okay, movie. we got to go. Okay, no, we take don't. a break. Let's keep going. Yes, we do. No, we'll be back <laughs> with Incest Friday when we return. <laughs> Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this, 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 this. Okay, part two of forced movie review here on Jason and Alexis in the morning. Dawn just had to watch the 1989 rom com. Chances are, and now she gets to take her revenge out sideways on Alexis. Got to turn my uh, mic on. I sure uh, do. Uh, okay, you will be watching oh. a movie from 2012, and it's called VHS. VHS is a group of misfits. They're hired by an unknown third party to burglarize a desolate house and acquire a rare VHS tape. And they discover more found footage than they bargained for. I'll play you a little bit oh, no. of the scary ass trailer. Okay, here's the deal. We gotta break into this house and all we have to do is steal this one VHS tape. Which one is it? I don't know, man. Let's just look at this tape. What's so special about this tape, anyway? All right, so that is... I had to shut it down there because they cuss in it. Now, the really cool thing, Alexis, about this is that it's an anthology film. So um, a, a group of young directors got the chance to create a horror movie. And so the content... Is that there are five stories, and each <clears throat> tape tells a different story, directed by a different director in the same movie. In the t- yes, yes. So it's five oh. directors or team of directors, and it actually already has two sequels because it was so popular. Um, it was a selection at the Toronto Film Fest and also Sundance that year because it was a new creative idea for filmmakers to get together and create something. And so that's. And I thought since you love VHS so much <laughs> that it would be perfect yeah. for you. I hope there's a few VCRs there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. How are you going to play the VHS if you don't have a VCR? Uh-huh. You might think about your VHS tapes differently now. 
Oh, okay. Because you really do, after the, they put the first tape in, you're like, oh, what's it going to be? Oh, oh, it's very scary, very dark. They're in this house, and of course people die. <laughs> I haven't seen this. Why don't they just steal them all and then go to the comfort of their own home? <laughs> oh, yeah, wouldn't no. that be nice? No, there's all these reel-to-reels. It's impossible. They have to find the right one. Right. And oh. who's behind it all? That's the question. Will you find that out, too? Hmm, I don't know. I mean, there are sequels, so maybe not. Oh, gosh. I'm scared already. Just the sounds in that background there. I'm no help because I I haven't seen this. So, And I like horror movies, but I haven't seen this one. Yes. What what year, Don? It is 2012. There are two sequels. Alexis, make sure that you get the one that has a skull. On okay. the front that is made up of the um, the crew's names and things. So it looks like, and it also looks like a VHS-like tape that's, oh, okay. you know, scratchy, you know, the beginning <laughs> of the Is this tape. available on Tubby? <laughs> uh, it's available on Tubby. Oh, okay. It's available on Voodoo, Crackle, uh, Pluto. Voodoo. I mean, Wait, hey, what? Are all those? of these are free. Did you just make up those last few? <laughs> no, Crackle's a thing. <laughs> Crackle? <laughs> yeah. Where do we get Crackle? And pop free service. It has a bunch of We're crazy yeah. movies. Yeah, so uh, I oh. would recommend Tubby. Okay, Tubby. I'm going to Tubby. Because Voodoo is a division of Walmart. Voodoo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Voodoo it is. It's a free streaming service. Oh. Yeah, I think okay. it's from Walmart. Commercials and stuff, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, Are you? Gosh, I mean, this, this is looks... great. It's a really scary movie. It was all the rage in 2012. Everyone was talking about it. Oh. Who is like a new young filmmaker trying to make films? So okay, it's very have unique. fun, Lex. <laughs> have a good time, girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, gonna yeah. do it for us. If you're a kid listening that's Thanks, being Don. bullied, yeah, <laughs> go out there and be yourself. Because nobody can tell you, you are doing it wrong, right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Chances are I'm going to hate this film. Yeah. I can't yes. wait for next week. Yes. Oh, my word. You guys have a fantastic Friday. Great weekend. We love you so much. Donna and Steve up next, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Bye for now.